Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, not just... Not just sadly in Oregon, but across the country as the poll out today shows Brooke Schaefer... Thanks so much for diving deep on uh, that measure in Oregon. And thank you so much for trusting us tonight. On Balance with Leland Vittert is coming up next and kicks off the rest of our primetime lineup. I'm Elizabeth Vargas. I'll see you right back here tomorrow night at 6. In the meantime, have a great night. On the program tonight, fawning over Fanny. I make decisions in this office based on the facts and the law. Um, the law is completely nonpartisan. The advocacy media on the left revels in Trump's fourth indictment. Will the coverage prevent him from getting a fair trial? Fonnie Willis did far more than just replow the ground uh, that Jack Smith's already replowed. Up in smoke, federal regulators say they want to ban some of the world's most popular cigars. How the plan predictably hurts the poor the most and why the FDA focuses on cigars rather than fix drug shortages. Professor Payton. Other than geography, what possibly could Peyton Manning be teaching at the University of Tennessee? Welcome to the Ferris Show on television. There is something much more important tonight than the fourth indictment of the former president. And that is the judgment of the current president of the United States. First tonight, will the Hawaii wildfires become Joe Biden's Katrina? That's on point. The president, of course, is commander in chief. But when Americans suffer, especially from a huge natural disaster, he must become the comforter in chief. I didn't create that term. Longtime White House correspondent Kevin Cork and a good friend of mine taught me that. He covered George W. Bush during Katrina when Bush flew back from vacation and looked out the window of Air Force One to survey the damage. It's not much different than Mr. Biden, who spent the weekend at the beach. Biden ignored reporters asking him about the deadliest fire in a century. In case you couldn't hear him, he said no comment. The Biden-Bush-Katrina-Maui similarities are stunning. At first, it appeared the wildfires on Maui only killed a few people. At first, it appeared New Orleans survived Katrina. But as the days went by, the destruction became unimaginable by modern standards. Right now, we know the Maui fires killed 99 last week. But searchers and cadaver dogs have so far only cleared 25% of the destruction. In fact, the governor of Hawaii said today that rescuers do not even know how many people are unaccounted for. In the end, the fires may claim the lives of hundreds. Sadly, we must emphasize the plural, hundreds. Right now, there's 10,000 people who are homeless. The pictures of Americans diving into the ocean to escape the flames aren't much different than the pictures of Americans floating through floodwaters in the Lower Ninth Ward. At times like this, we need our president. Of course, he can't actually do much, but he must comfort us. And he must command the full resources of America's might to come help the least fortunate among us. Yet time and time again over the past week, and especially this weekend and yesterday, Mr. Biden jogged past reporters. It wasn't until today that he finally interrupted his schedule to let folks know, finally, that he would show up. 
My wife Jill and I are going to travel to Hawaii as soon as we can. That's what I've been talking to the governor about. I don't want to get in the way. I've been to too many disaster areas, but I want to go make sure we got everything they need. The White House justifies Mr. Biden's long vacations by saying he can be president from anywhere, which is true. There is no more powerful man in the world than the president of the United States. The resources at his disposal, at his order, are unmatched. So his White House has no excuse for their flat-footed response nearly 96 hours after the fires blew through. Here is his press secretary yesterday. It is uh, certainly deeply concerned about uh, about the people in Maui. It's been a devastating devastation, as we have seen. You've just mentioned uh, the loss of life. Senator Horino, who I said the president spoke to uh, just last night, he thanked the president uh, for the immediate support of federal agencies have delivered for residents of Hawaii. So has uh, Senator Shorts, 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 Shorts. Has uh, President Biden spoken to any family members of wildfire victims or plans to in the future? I don't have any calls to to. to to speak to it. Sadly, Corinne Jean-Pierre makes the already hard job of White House press secretary look a lot harder than it is. And in the end, responsibility lies with the president. Evidently, Mr. Biden spent the weekend literally at the beach, not working the phones and ordering an all-hands-on-deck response. We know that because earlier today, the Hawaii state senator for Maui joined News Nation. In case you're wondering, he's a Democrat. Are you satisfied with the federal response thus far? Uh, No, I'm not, actually. I'm not, and this community's not at all. I mean, there's a disconnect going on. I mean, they're in Honolulu talking to top people in Honolulu. I'm the state senator, the state rep, and the council people. We're on the ground. We have information. We have a wireless network to get stuff up in the community, and they are absolutely ignoring us. They are absolutely ignoring us. That is unforgivable. Seriously, put aside why the fire started, we don't know. And if there was enough water pressure in the fire hydrants, there wasn't. Or why the warning systems might have failed. We don't know, but heat might have literally paralyzed the system. At this point right now, none of that matters. America needs their president. Specifically, the people suffering in Hawaii needed the president to care, but he was at the beach. Optics matter, something George W. Bush figured out after giving a statement to the White House press corps while on the golf course. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. Now watch this drive. All right. Later in his presidency, Bush would give up golf. He understood the optics of a wartime president on the links just didn't work. That, of course, didn't prevent him from bungling Katrina. After the Katrina flyover, he visited New Orleans and things went from bad to worse. To save lives and get food and medicine to people so we can stabilize the situation. Uh, Again, I want to thank you all for... And, Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. The FEMA director's working 24 That was 18 years ago, and the punchline has literally never gone away. The criticism wasn't fair then of Michael Brown. It's not fair now, but that's the point. As president, perception is reality. And the optics of a beach vacation, while cadaver dogs search Hawaii, is hard to escape. That's on point tonight. Michael Brown, Brownie, ran FEMA during Hurricane Katrina and joins us now. We appreciate you being here with us, sir. I know this is your first network interview about the fires uh, in Hawaii. You lived through this. Is the comparison Bush-Biden, Katrina-Maui fair? I think it is fair. It's, it's, it's fair on so many levels. There are so many aspects of this, Leland, that I could go into. But I have to tell you, listening to President Biden blow off reporters sitting at the beach, it does remind me of calling the president, President Bush at the time, and saying, I need your land in Baton Rouge. I need you to use that bully pulpit so that the entire cabinet knows that this is full on. This is everybody. It's, you know, it's everybody's got to be involved in this, every member of the cabinet. And when he flew over, I was calling Air Force One, literally screaming at the at the deputy chief of staff, Joe Hagan, 
where's he going? He's got to land and step down the steps of Air Force One, go to that podium and tell not just the American people he cares, but tell the cabinet that whatever I need, they better give it to me. Do you see, and you know better than anybody, because you've been there, you were asking for those resources. Do you see the awesome power of the federal government being mobilized over the weekend to help the folks in Maui? No. Uh, and, and again, you know, I, I'm a little reticent, reticent to criticize because I know what it's, to be, what it's like to be on the end of that criticism. But what, but what I've learned so far is we have urban search and rescue urban search and rescue team task force from, I think, Indiana, California, Washington. There may be a few others. But, you know, on, on 9-11, and not to compare this to 9-11 necessarily, but we had every single urban search and rescue team at either Ground Zero or at the Pentagon. And, and I've heard that, well, the cadaver dogs and the rescue dogs have to be, you know, they have to rest and they have to take time out, which they absolutely do. I remember throwing tennis balls for dogs that were resting after not finding any bodies inside the Pentagon. But we should have every available dog, if only 28% or 25%, whatever the figure is, has actually been searched, they need more dogs and they should be there. I also heard that state senators talk about how they're not getting the resources. You know what they need to do? They need to take a C5A. And at the time, we used to call them MERS, Mobile Emergency Response System. And they need to take some of those units, put them on a C-5A. Somehow, if they have to use a a Chinook helicopter, whatever, get those on Maui, establish a command post on Maui, not Honolulu. And then when I heard the president talk about he has been talking to the governor about when he should travel, no. You should be talking to the governor about what do you need? Or better yet, the right question is, governor, what are you not getting? And then turn to your FEMA director and say, the governor tells me he's not getting this. Now, the FEMA director should already know this, but that's the conversations that should be taking place. I just find it infuriating. Yeah, I think about in, in, more infuriating because we know this playbook, right? Conceivably, after Katrina, right. we should have right. learned from it and, and understood yes. how sometimes all of a sudden something that appears to be sad but in, under control turns into devastating and out of control. And that's when you literally throw the you know throw every resource you have at the problem. You point out C five, C seventeens, whatever it is. You put them in the right. air. You put them in the air from Dover uh, on the east coast. You put them on the air from the the west coast bases, and you say get everything you can to Maui. You got helicopters there, uh, certainly uh, in Honolulu, um, and a number of the the bases there to work on. Uh, Hawaii wildfire stats: deadliest wildfire in modern history. Uh, this has surpassed the campfire that killed 85, 2,200 homes uh, destroyed, 86% of structures destroyed, cadaver dogs hurt 25%, uh, estimated damage $6 billion. Um, I still can't get out of my mind the video of people uh, in the water needing rescue, Americans jumping into the water. Just, right. It undoes me. But th- this would be my question. Over the weekend, I'm wondering what the president could have been doing because the White House says they, you know, he can monitor things from everywhere. What could he have been doing that you didn't see him doing? He could have been working the phones. He could have been working the phones to every person in, in Hawaii. You've got a state homeland security uh, uh, director. You probably have an emergency manager. You've got the governor. You've got state senators. He should be on the phone to every single one of those, finding out from them what's going on. And the other thing that's driving me nuts is you've got to be on the ground. In order to actually manage a disaster, you have got to be in the middle of that disaster because things go wrong. That's why we call them disasters. So you've got to have a command unit in the disaster area. Now, Mm. let's get back to the dogs for a second. The dogs represent what most people are looking for. Where's my loved one? They, the longer we go with people not knowing where their loved one is, alive or deceased, the more they're going to get frustrated and angry. That's why you've got to throw every single cadaver dog and rescue dog and search dog that you can find. They've got to be there. And let me tell you, they can put, they can put asbestos footies, booties on those dogs. The dogs can take time out. You can rotate the dogs in and out. Yeah. You can expand this search exponentially. And I just don't see that being done right now. Yeah, and you can also mobilize the the U.S. Air Force and air mobility, and you can bring in helicopters from the Army and say, "Okay, here's what here's what we're going to do." It just it just hasn't happened. Right. I want to tell you, I, when we set up, yeah, when, when we when we started talking about this segment this morning, 
I said, is there any way to get Michael Brown? Uh, because I love his perspective. And you have always been both honest and humble uh, yeah. about what mistakes were made in the, in the past, how to learn from them. Uh, and that makes you even more credible tonight when we talk to you. So we appreciate it. Thank you. Nice to see you, Leland. Take care. Yes, sir. You as well. We just got back to Washington, of course, from a weekend on the road to the Midwest. It's good for the soul, and the fair food was good for the waistline, or bad for the waistline, depending on how you look at it. We found voters care very little about the hot stories inside the Washington Beltway. It's why actually reporting is so valuable. It's why we as News Nation pride ourselves on going out and finding the stories and reporting on the stories that matter to you, rather than telling you what to care about. Turns out the abortion story is one that voters really care about. Since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, the issue has become a clear winner for Democrats and a clear loser for Republicans. So think what you want about the abortion issue. When and when it should not be legal in terms of weeks during pregnancy. But the politics about it are clear, and it requires reporting and examination. And that certainly came out in our News Nation town hall with Republican candidate Vivek Vivek Ramaswamy. I, for my part, am willing to walk the walk when it comes to being pro-life. And here's where I'm different from any Republicans. I think we should be open to policies to help support contraception, adoption, paths to child care, sexual responsibility for men in an era of genetic paternity tests that are 100% reliable. Add that to the law in terms of liabilities and responsibilities that men should bear, too, to say we're all in this together. This is not a men's versus women's issue. It's a human rights issue. Ramaswamy should know his home state of Ohio voted for President Trump in 2016 and 2020. But earlier this month, Ohio rejected, soundly rejected, a pro-life ballot amendment, 5743. That is huge. And this ad that you're about to watch made an enormous difference. Do you have a condom? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, you can't use those. What are you talking about? Who are you? I'm your Republican congressman. Now that we're in charge, we're banning birth control. This is our decision, not yours. Get out of our bedroom. I won the last election. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to watch and make sure you don't do anything illegal. All right. This conversation isn't about abortion. Nobody has V8 moments. Aha, I have changed my mind on abortion because they saw a cable news segment. But the politics of abortion are important, and they could drastically change elections for a decade at least. Joe Jacobson is here, founder, executive director of Progress Action Fund that made that ad. Uh, Just from an observer of politics, first of all, congratulations on the ad because it was highly effective in in what it did, and that needs to be uh, at least noticed. I'm wondering if you think what you touched about in, in the nerve you hit there was really about abortion or if it spoke to something larger in the American population? I think it's really important when you do political advertising to make sure that you're really connecting with voters where they're at and make it personal. Most political ads, as I'm sure you've seen, they're pretty basic. They have the same type of music. But our ad was different in that we tried to communicate the humor, but also the creepiness. You know, nobody wants uh, somebody who shouldn't be in their bedroom in their bedroom. And voters are very clear that they do not want extremist Republicans banning abortion in their bedrooms, telling them what they can and cannot do. Very reasonable people, obviously, as we said, can disagree on on the issue of abortion. But it's very difficult to disagree on sort of what the political landscape here is right now. Even Ann Coulter, firebrand pro-life person, the new baby killers, six ballot initiatives expressly on abortion and the pro-life side lost them all after Roe v. Wade. I, I know this might be hard, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a tough question. You're a political operative, so you know how to play both sides of an issue. Are you worried at all that Republicans have gotten smacked so hard and got hit so hard in 2022 that they're going to somehow figure out a way to turn this uh, and turn this back on Democrats, especially on the issue of so many Democrats now being able to now saying we want absolutely no restrictions on abortion. The Democrat policy position that I've seen is making Roe v. Wade law of the land again. That's something that Democrats in the House, the Senate, and the White House support. 
um, Republican politicians. I haven't seen them wanting to make Roe v. Wade law of the land. And that's just out of touch with what voters want. I don't think Republicans are going to learn because they haven't so far. And I don't think they're going to change their behavior. All right. Fair, 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 fair enough. Past behavior, best predictor of future behavior. Uh, you think about Ohio, abortion ballot measure turnout, midterm elections, 1.66 million cast. That was in the primaries. Issue one, which is this pro, pro-choice issue, 2.8 million votes cast. So it is stunning to think in the middle of August when nothing else is on the ballot, uh, so many people came out. I'm wondering where where you go from here with this. What What's next on your agenda of trying to tackle November in Ohio is very important because now we need to listen even more to the people of Ohio and put uh, reproductive rights into the state constitution. Constitution, because that's something that Democrats. You, you got a new ad? Is there is there is there a better ad coming, or are you just going to reuse this one? Definitely going to continue running this ad, but also we'll have a sequel. Um, Ramaswamy, who you talked about earlier, uh, many Republicans want uh, no exceptions in states for rape, incest, or life of the mother. So that is something we're definitely going to be highlighting going forward. Got it. Hey, Joe, thank you very much. Reasonable conversation, which is uh, why we enjoyed having you. Let us know before the next ad comes out. We'd like to uh, be able to show it to folks. It was powerful. Yes, sir. Thank you for your time. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Peyton Manning, the Hall of Fame quarterback, is headed back to his alma mater for his next big gig as a professor. Pro Football Hall of Famer will be joining the University of Tennessee's College of Communication and Information. It's a job he's been preparing for for a long time, actually, appearing in a number of comedy sketches as a teacher over the last 10 years. He's pretty good at it, especially like this one on SNL. Put our hands in. We're going to have fun. We're going to encourage each other. All right. Uh, And then he had some choice words for the kids. He kept hitting them with footballs. He also started a number of football commercials as a coach over the years. Come to find out, I'm a natural touchdown dancer. He was terrible. But he had fun. That's what this game's all about. Right? That's good? That's good? News Nation contributor, football enthusiast Elizabeth Pran is here. I almost want to sign up for Peyton Manning's class. Leland, come on now. My husband played baseball, but I do know who Peyton Manning is. And I'm going to tell you something else. When I watched that SNL skit, because I'm so glad I had the opportunity to watch it again, that's how we need to be talking to kids. That's how I talk to my kids. Nobody wants to hear it, but that's how I talk to my kids these days. So here is what I'm thinking, Leland. I think it's been a couple decades since I've gone to a university for journalism. This is a perfect opportunity for me to go back to school. And on that note, I think we need other professors. So I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. Maybe Professor Brady with Professor Manning. And so I could tackle nutrition and journalism at the same time. I think that's a great idea. Um, and I just think that maybe my family could stay behind. I mean, it's just a suggestion. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, here's the thing. I would sign up for that class. I would sign up for Peyton. <laughs> Are you, I mean, here's the question. Do you want to be a professor or you want to be a student again? Because from what I've heard... Okay, no, I want to be a student. I want to be a student and then have those lovely gentlemen teaching me everything they know. It did say on the press release, I think the dean said he was going to be in select classes. Here's my question to you. How many journalism students are going to be in the class? Like a a percentage. What do you think? I have no idea. It seems as though I don't think anybody's going to miss the class, though, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I never showed up for class in in school. You probably... I guarantee you, you didn't. So I'm thinking that uh, I'm thinking I, you would show up for Peyton Manning's class. I learned class? to plead the fifth when uh, when yeah. conversations get awkward. No, my point is that yeah. it's going to be like every single twenty year old male in that. You're not going to see any journalism kids in that. They're just going to wait until they see Professor Manning, and then I'm, I mean he actually has a myriad of uh, you know in his resume he's got production company. I mean he has done a lot of uh, directing Papa behind John's. the scenes. He's very I mean, successful in business. And if you look yeah. at that SNL skit, skit, you know he's not going to be—he's not going to be gentle. He's not going to be gentle over these kids at all. Yeah. No, at that. I mean not only does he have a big communications resume, he has this huge business resume. Uh, graduated, I yes. think, with honors from the communications school. 
Um, I don't know. Here's the thing. I, I, I'm not going back. I will not go back to school for, for Professor Manning, but I would go back for Professor Why? Pran. Although I feel like, I feel like, no, I feel like sometimes it's like, but I don't have to because I get it every week. With you here. It's phenomenal. Professor Brand, you're not going to learn anything. My kids are, like, not even literate. They need to go see Professor Manning. I mean, that... mm. Okay, Pat, uh, you can follow Pat. you can follow Elizabeth's life on Instagram. Trust me, it's a it's a it's a <laughs> fascinating yet scary place to be. Uh, it's good to see you. You will only uh, get smarter. Have, have fun. Have have fun. Fall semester coming up. Fawning over Fanny. The advocacy media gushes over the district attorney in Georgia who secured another indictment against Donald Trump. She's not playing around, she's not delaying, and she is not negotiating. She wants to tell the story, and that is a service to the country. It's a very powerful statute for the prosecutors. If I would have kept making only the minimum payments on my credit cards, my debt would have taken me 47 years to pay off. These are real National Debt Relief customers. I knew I wasn't going to be able to get out of debt by myself. Credit card, medical, or personal loan debt? National Debt Relief negotiates with your creditors to reduce what you owe. National Debt Relief got me out of debt. You could be debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months. Visit NationalDebtRelief.com to learn more and get started. NationalDebtRelief.com. Antenna TV. Nighttime is relax time. The best of classic TV time. Hey, that's great. Watch Three's Company, The Jeffersons, and Barney Miller. Wonderful. Only on Antenna TV. Check your cable listings. Antenna TV. It's happening. You ready for this? The biggest names in golf. We're coming. In the hottest new place to see sports. Live golf on the CW. Welcome to the party. Live Golf is in full swing. Rock solid. Catch all the action. What a shot! The biggest names in golf. Watch live coverage of Live Golf. The CW. Babes, what are you doing? What? I'm just mowing the lawn. No, it's blazing hot and dry out here. Don't you remember? Smokey Bear says. Avoid using power equipment when it's windy or dry. Where'd you learn this? Oh, it's on SmokeyBear.com with many other wildfire prevention tips. Right. Thanks, honey bear. Because remember, only you can prevent wildfires. Brought to you by the USDA Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives and restore sight and health for many more. Sign up right now online as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Enough. Or what if I can do diabetes differently? Now you... Ew. Gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. This back-to-school season, Downy and Tide are giving back with $1.5 million in scholarships. Enter to win. No purchase necessary. US and DC, 16 or older, and September 30th. Rules at downy.com slash scholarship slash official rules. Everyone has a community, a neighborhood, school, kids' teams, where you worship, work, work out, or any other place or group where you choose to belong. Communities can provide support when you need it, and even when you don't know you do. Like when it comes to preventing underage drinking and other substance use, community members can be your eyes and ears when you're not with your kids and alert you to signs of potential problems. Learn more at talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. We are the Veterans Health Administration, and our hands provide life-changing care to over 9 million veterans across more than 1,200 facilities nationwide. Join hands with us to make an impact in your community. Learn more at vacareers.va.gov. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban... 
or rural. You must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this... Make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Come. Explain what we expect to happen over the next, say, hour or more. All right, evidently the folks over at CNN did not learn from the first three indictments of President Trump. So, as you can tell by their screen, and for days ahead of this, they braced for the violence braced for the violence that never came. It's almost if some wanted violence last night. It would prove, they thought, or at least in their imagination, just how crazy MAGA supporters really are. Of course, the violence didn't come, but the folks at CNN won't learn. We have months of bracing to look forward to. Just wait till the trials, trials in multiple places, and daily bracing. Colby Hall is here, founding editor at Mediaite, On Balance, resident philosopher. There's nothing quite like 9 p.m. on a Monday night in cable news to lower the temperature, is there? Well, I will tell you, I was spending my time watching your town hall with Vivek, which was great. But because this news was breaking, I kept checking in and kept waiting for news to drop. And all I saw was the same pundits talking, giving the same opinions and warning about bracing that never happened. Like, fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me a fourth time. We're all suckers. So this isn't news that was covered. Well, this was just the same. You said they're suckers, though. We're su- At some point, it's not fooling, though, right? At some point, it's, for lack of a better term, it's, it's advocacy. It's trying to plant this idea. Well, exactly right. And I think what you're seeing is people that tune in to want to have their opinion reinforced. And, you know, if you want real news, you don't go there, which is related to the fact these ratings and most of these outlets are really dwindling because it's not news. It's the same pundits in the same analysis day in, day night, depending upon the outlet. Yeah, what I love is the analysis doesn't change with the facts. It just sort of remains the same analysis all the way through. Um, I, I think this sort of goes to a loss of critical examination, critically examining both sides. This is how the networks uh, covered uh, Fannie Willis, who's the uh, prosecutor in Fulton County that just indicted Donald Trump. Take a listen. Fannie is a prosecutor's prosecutor. She's tough. She's not playing around. She's not delaying. And she is not negotiating. She wants to tell the story. And that is a service to the country. Fannie Willis did far more than just replow the ground uh, that Jack Smith's already replowed. It's a very powerful statute for the prosecutors. And then you look at the indictment itself, with it dropped at 11 o'clock or whatever it was at, at night. On or about the third day of December 20, Donald John Trump caused to be tweeted from the Twitter account at Real Donald Trump. Georgia hearings now on OAN, and it's a right wing news channel. Amazing. This was an overt act to further the conspiracy. You would think that any fair minded journalist or lawyer or commentator would look at this and say, wait a second. You've got a prosecutor now overtly criminalizing, watching cable news and tweeting about it. I mean, I watch cable news and I tweet about it, so I may they may come for me next. But I, I mean, yeah. it, it reveals it. Re, you pull back the curtain and you reveal that much of that fawning, apart from the morning show examples, was done by cable news pundits lauding the details of the indictment before they had a chance to read it. Right. So they had already sort of deified and had this hagiography. And I mean, it's a unique story. She's the Fulton County D.A. She's not a special prosecutor. So there is merit to cover this because it's a big deal. But to fawn so blatantly, to your point, isn't news. It's advocacy. And it's designed to make those who have already convicted Trump in their minds feel good about their predisposition and their bias. And frankly, that's that's cable news programming right now, which is more entertainment. Unless this. No, no, it's, 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 look, fair. People want, to be, people want to be entertained, go to entertainment. People want to watch the news, they go to news. Um, so President Trump and his supporters promised this news conference on Monday uh, where they say there's going to be irrefutable evidence of fraud in Georgia, blah, blah, blah. Governor of Georgia says, no, there won't. I'm, I'm cautious here, right, because there is no apparent evidence of mass fraud in Georgia or, or some of these other states. But at the same time, 
For so long, there has been many things that in life we have been told that weren't true that later became true. Uh, if you get the vaccine, you can't get COVID. Uh, Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation. All of these things that even if you question, suddenly you were a conspiracy theorist. I'm wondering if we're going to sit here on Monday night. Forget what's said at the, at the, at the press conference. Are we going to sit here and say, hey, look, Eureka, CNN, MSNBC, others at least gave the president, the former president and his lawyers a fair shot to make their case? I would be shocked if uh, CNN and MSNBC in particular give him airtime. What they'll do is they'll talk about it. They'll do wall-to-wall coverage of him about to speak. And when they're about to, when he's just about to take the podium, they'll cut away and they will intermediate. They'll tell the viewers what he's saying. Now, I will say, I don't expect much from that press conference no. because Trump has proven to say a lot of falsities. And I don't think that this would you know, pass his prologue. So I, I don't, I, I think that's more of a, publicity stunt, which, by the way, the former president is really good at. Um, will we get any anything new out of that? I'm, I'm managing my expectations so that I'm not disappointed. Yeah, and you would one could think if they had all of this proof why we hadn't seen it before. But as you said, we're journalists. We wait until exactly we, right. we see the news conference and, and, lo- and look at it. All right, we've, we'll mark the tape uh, and we're going to come back next week and see, uh, see how the prediction was. Colby, thank you very much. You never disappoint. Coming up, A new segment for us about the government. Now, federal regulators want to ban half of the entire cigar market. Ban it. How the FDA's own statistics could cause the whole plan to go up in smoke. If I would have kept making only the minimum payments on my credit cards, my debt would have taken me 47 years to pay off. These are real National Debt Relief customers. I knew I wasn't going to be able to get out of debt by myself. Credit card, medical, or personal loan debt? National Debt Relief negotiates with your creditors to reduce what you owe. National Debt Relief got me out of debt. You could be debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months. Visit NationalDebtRelief.com to learn more and get started. NationalDebtRelief.com. Ashley Banfield and Chris Cuomo on America's fastest-growing cable news network, News Nation. The viewer seems to have been lost in the shuffle of cable news lately. They don't want a team sport. They want the full picture. The appetite is greater than it has ever been for perspective, for understanding, and for information that they can not just trust, but use. See why more people are turning to News Nation, news for all America. To find News Nation on your screen, go to joinnn.com. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We go through safety training and try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. I'm a wife and the mother of two kids. And when I get to work in the precinct house and put on my uniform, I can tell you, as a police officer, we're building partnerships. This should be happening everywhere. So the police should be reaching out to this community. And this community should reach out to the police. That's the way to make this a safer place. Start the conversation and help stop crime. To learn the five things you can do, go to ncpc.org slash preventviolentcrime. A message from the National Crime Prevention Council and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. As an adult, kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. I'll be by your side. Protection from Home Title Lock. Our triple lock protection gives you one 24 7 monitoring, 
two. Where can the skills you learn with ham radio take you? Amateur radio, often called ham radio, is the place where today's engineers got their start. Ham radio is more popular than ever before. With hands-on training in electronics, engineering, and digital communications, modern hams interface computers and radios in entirely new ways. Ham radio in the 21st century can take you around the world or into a whole new career. Learn more. Go to ARRL.org. Join us. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. My name is Michael Houston, Navy veteran and VFW post service officer. I'm encouraging all United States military veterans and active duty members to take advantage of the many benefits and privileges you've earned by serving our great country. Please reach out to a veteran service officer or your local VFW. You served your country. Now let your country serve you. For more information, call 800-827-1000 or visit benefits.gov. 321 today. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are I'm from the government and I'm here to help. We welcome you to a new segment inspired by Ronald Reagan. I am from the government and I am here to help. Of course, we've covered new regulations designed to save you from light bulbs, stoves, cars, water heaters, air conditioners, schools, and now we can add cigars. The Food and Drug Administration wants to essentially ban flavored cigars, which is about half of the entire cigar market. And these aren't high-end Monte Cristos, or in my case, Macanudos that I enjoy smoking, or Ashton's. They tried that too, to ban them. But a judge just blocked an FDA rule to regulate premium cigars. You know the kinds that only the 1% get to enjoy. The government says this latest push is all about protecting the health and safety of young Americans. But an op-ed from our partners at The Hill contradicts this idea. Quote, the FDA's own statistics acknowledge that less than 1% of youth smoke flavored cigars. Industry experts will tell you it's a moot point because young people are still smoking flavored e-cigarettes. We tried to ban those two. We actually did ban them, but they're being still sold at a gas station near you, albeit illegally. As usual, the real losers here are the poorest, the least fortunate among us. They can't afford to import their cigars from South America, like the coastal elite, and reasonable people can agree tobacco, if used, can be deadly, can cause lung cancer. But it seems only the rich now get to make that choice for themselves. For regular cigar smokers, the government is here, and they are here to help. David Osgo is with us, president of the Cigar Association of America. So fair to say you've got some skin in the game here on, on, on this one. Why is it that they want to ban flavored cigars but only, and admittedly they lost, regulate the premium ones? Uh, sure. Well, the rationale in this case is that somehow they're going to reduce uh, the youth smoking, youth smoking rates. Now, I want to make it clear. Obviously, the industry is completely against uh, youth smoking. However, when you look at the data, it really just doesn't support the case. In order for the cigar, in order for the Food and Drug Administration to ban flavored cigars, uh, they're required to do a number of things. Uh, first off, they need to, the, their decisions are supposed to be science-based regulatory decisions. Well, as you just mentioned, just last week, a federal court judge ruled that when it came to premium cigars, they did not do that. Now, when we look at the regulations that they've proposed or the banning of flavored cigars, uh, we don't believe that they're going to be able, able to make that case either. Oh, it hasn't stopped them from trying. You think about the baby formula shortage, monkeypox testing, monkeypox vaccines, child nicotine, COVID-19, Tylenol shortage, Adderall shortage, obviously the, the penicillin shortage uh, that we've covered um, extensively. Are, Maybe it's not fair. I don't know. You know the regulation world better than I do. Is there a, a tie between sort of what the FDA is focused on when it comes to cigars versus these other issues, or is it different parts of the agency? 
Uh, it's really the same part of the, the agency. Uh, however, uh, obviously, uh, we're the Cigar Association of America, but unfortunately, when it comes to a lot of these issues, we get tied into a, a lot of them. I have to say, we like to say that the uh, proposed ban on flavored cigars is really a solution in search of a problem. Because, as you mentioned earlier, when you look at the data across the country, youth usage rates are at all-time lows. And, in fact, they... But, but isn't... To be fair, though, look, the idea of kids under the age of 18 smoking cigars, we can think, is a, is a bad idea because of all sorts of reasons. We can all agree on that. I know you said the industry agrees on it as well. Is it, is it too far of a step to say, okay... Maybe not ban all of the cigars, but there has to be some additional regulations because, as we pointed out, you can buy this stuff at any 7-Eleven. Kids get addicted to it. Flavored cigars is the entry is the entry point now for so much of this that there's that there's more to be done. Well, that's just it. Flavored cigars are really not an entry point. Uh, when you again, the usage rates are so low uh, that it really is not the next step. All right, there we go. Uh, as we said, thank you very much. As we said, this is part, you're the beginning of our new segment here from the government and here to help. So that's edition one. If you know of an issue where the government is here and trying to help, share us examples on social media, on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Leland Vittert, Instagram, at Leland Vittert as well. David, thank you very much. Thanks for Good having to see me. You. Appreciate it. Thank you. We heard from Vivek Ramaswamy last night. Now it is time to hear from you. Yes, our favorite reactions to the town hall with critiques by Chris Cuomo when we come back. Coming up next. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They didn't think I was going to make it. I'm Latoya Lucas. And I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible. DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year. My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. I thought it was a rash, but my doctor said it was a tick bite. Ticks can spread Lyme disease and other illnesses leading to chronic health issues. My brother was always having asthma flare-ups. A roach problem at home was causing it. Allergens left behind by roaches and rodents are a major driver of asthma attacks. When I had a fever and body aches, I never thought it was West Nile virus. Mosquitoes breed in standing water and can spread serious diseases. Get the facts at PestWorld.org. A public service message brought to you by the National Pest Management Association. Ma, is this how you feed a hamster? Uh, I think so. Is my homework right? Hmm, I think so. Is, uh, this milk still good? Uh, I think so. When it comes to parenting, sometimes it's okay to think you know. But when it's something as important as your child's car seat, don't just think. No. Double check if your child is in the right seat for their age and size. It'll help protect them in a car crash. Don't just think. No. By visiting NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. FYI, you can maintain your wellness goals without missing out on summer fun. Sakara's ready-to-eat plant-rich meals delivered anywhere in the contiguous U.S. are expert designed to help you look and feel your best. Even during those weeks you're entertaining friends or taking time to get away from it all. Enjoy 20% off your first order when you go to sakara.com slash radio or enter radio at checkout. That's S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash radio. The reliability guarantee only from DISH. Tuned into you. With thyroid eye disease. My whole identity had been wrapped up in being a soldier. To have that so violently ripped from me when I was wounded... I was lost for a very long time. When Wounded Warrior Project came into my life, being around the other warriors, people that had similar experiences that I did, it was a game changer for me. Having King join the group, that was the beginning of a really good friendship. It's a, it's, a, it's a good time. I first heard about Wounded Warrior Project through CQ. And at first I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I qualify. But having been a part of it, it's kind of taught me that it's not just the wounds that you can see, but it's those that you can't. When you do something like a peer support group with Wounded Warrior Project and come together from different walks of life, man, the growth is incredible. 
If not for Wounded Warrior Project, I really don't think that I'd be here today. See how we help warriors combat stigma at woundedwarriorproject.org slash combat stigma. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. In their car, at home, or on the job, more than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. You've gotten to a word that I don't know. The Leviathan? Yes, the Leviathan is Thomas Hobbes's word. 400 years ago for the monster, the beast. The Leviathan today is those three-letter monstrous agencies that really quash the will of everyday citizens. All right, that was from last night's town hall with Vivek Ramaswamy. Chris Cuomo is here. You and I only got to talk for a minute afterwards, but I thought it'd be fun to just sort of pull up some of the, some of the responses, not from you or I, but just from the viewers here. Um, I did not pick these. Katie, our new associate producer, did. So here we go. Great job Uh-oh. moderating it. You were, hold on, wait for the word, pleasant. Pleasant. That's what I got. And, and it came, I don't know if we have, there we go. And unfortunately, somehow our graphic system does not include emojis. It came with, you were pleasant with a coffee cup emoji. And I don't know whether that means I needed coffee. He wanted coffee to stay awake. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> hey, listen, take it. All day. Uh, I thought you did the, uh, the, the commodity that is in most short supply for moderators of all kinds. You listened to his answers and you found the follow up. I, I thought it was a tremendous service to the audience. I thought you did a great job. Well, well, thank you. Um, th- this, is, I, this is what I think is interesting is how it actually makes a difference. Right. You know, we, we always say, hey, you know, everything's so polarized. Nothing can break through. Viewers are smart. I was really hoping I'd support uh, Vivek after the Vivek Town Hall. He turned me off. I found him to be like an Amway pyramid salesman. I know many don't like him, but I was more excited by Chris Christie. I am really disappointed. And I think what you what you could say is, is that the people, even when you could argue, hey, look, you're, someone's given all the time in the world, 90 minutes to make their case. It's impossible for them to not convince voters People see and, and dissect in different ways. Yes. Look, it's also really easy to critique, right? Um, if you're going to be a super bright, bright guy in politics, and, and that's kind of your persuasion, and that's your demeanor, and that's your pitch, mm-hmm. you show people how smart you are. You don't tell them. Um, you know, like him explaining Leviathan. First of all, Tom and, Thomas Hobbes didn't come up with the word Leviathan, it's biblical. Uh, And it was a sea monster. I think it's even in the book of Job or something like that. But that's not the point. The point is, um, you know, just show people that your ideas are bold and that you think you know how to get it done and that you know it's worth the effort and here's why, because here's what you've done. And he should have leaned into his faith, explained what Hinduism is, uh, that why it's one of the oldest religions still being practiced and what it means. You know, I think he's got to show people things other than that. He knows a lot. Well, and also and also show his humanity. Hey, look, this this is this is why you've got the APM slot. Not only do you know Leviathan, you know that the guy who told me how he came up with the word was wrong. You see, this is this is I learned something even from you every (laughs) night. What do you got on the show coming up? Thomas Hobbes did have it on, did use it. But I mean, you you know, if he's going to big time you about the show. all right, What's so here's on? what we're doing. We're, we're looking at Maui because I believe this new wave of panic uh, has to be covered. Uh, you and I both have been to a lot of disasters. If you're lucky enough yeah. to survive it, the aftermath can still kill you. Uh, it's hot. There's nowhere to be. Uh, the water isn't there. There's going to be disease. And it doesn't seem like the job's getting done on the ground. Got to look at it. We're going to pick apart the Trump situation, explain to people why it's not free speech and why RICO 
is a very risky move for Trump hmm. and the prosecutor. There's a reason Jack Smith didn't go down the RICO road. Um, Interesting. So we're going to do that. Right. And then how about this one? Remember the blind side? Oh, you only get two. I got to go. You only get two. Right. Not three. Not three. All right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see you soon. I'm looking forward to Maui. Chris, thank you. Turns out, uh, you'll like this, Chris. You're, you're a big fan of your dad. Father really does know best. The science behind being nice. Most exciting news, mother, you'll never believe it. One thing I love about this family, everyone's always so calm. What is it? News me. For many kids living in poverty, summer isn't fair. It can mean isolation, hunger, and falling behind. Help us make summer fair at savethechildren.org slash fair. Everyone has a community, a neighborhood, school, kids' teams, where you worship, work, work out, or any other place or group where you choose to belong. Communities can provide support when you need it, and even when you don't know you do. Like when it comes to preventing underage drinking and other substance use, Community members can be your eyes and ears when you're not with your kids and alert you to signs of potential problems. Learn more at talktheyhearyou.samsa.gov. Pass it on. Today my bank made a big mistake, but I forgave them. My server spilled water on me, but I forgave him. My toddler drew lipstick on the wall. Was I ever mad? It got me thinking. I can forgive my bank and my server, but I'm upset with my own kid? I mean, what's most important here? So, tonight, the two of us are doing lipstick art. On paper. Forgiveness is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. Day one, the hardest day. The day you hear. This is a type of blood cancer. But day one is just one day. At the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, we are here to help you move past day one. On day 45, I discovered an online community who shared great tips for in-treatment care. I missed a lot of school during treatment, and LLS helped me keep up. To learn more and get help on day two, day 28, or any day, please visit LLS.org or call 1-800-955-4572. You can always come up with an excuse for not visiting longtermcare.gov. Oh, I forgot. Game night. After all, who wants to admit that one day they will be, you know, old? Hey, do you see any crow's feet on this face? I don't. But since 70% of older Americans need some kind of long-term care, why not do some free planning now so you can stay in charge? Visit longtermcare.gov and find your own path forward. When it comes to a gun suicide attempt, all it takes is a moment. Heather and I had an argument just like any other couple. I was lost. I had snapped. I had a gun, and I was going to take my own life. Heather helped me realize that there was still a life to live for the better of myself, my family. My weapon is now safely put away. A moment of crisis can happen to anyone. Store your guns, locked, unloaded, and away from ammo. Hear more safe stories at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council. I have type 2 diabetes, but I manage it well. It's a li- The Supplemental Security Income Program provides monthly payments to help meet basic needs, like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI to start to apply. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives and restore sight and health for many more. Sign up right now online as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. My son Ian was diagnosed with a brain tumor at the age of 16 months. We had no hope until St. Jude rescued us. He's alive because of what St. Jude has done. He's here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge accumulated and shared you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we help kids beat cancer all over. Finding cures, saving children. 
Learn more at stjude.org.com. If you live long enough, even 41 years, eventually you, you will see everything. In fact, you will see that your father will eventually be proven right. And since dad is watching, I must begrudgingly admit he has been proven right once again. In this case, his advice that closely resembles the old TV show, Father Knows Best. Your mother has a very fine sense of responsibility to people in the community. Well, I've always tried to teach you children to get along with people. And here I am going into court to bicker with a, with a neighbor. I, of course, continually make fun of my father's view of TV towns like Springfield or Mayberry. Just, it's not real life, Dad. It's TV, right? So, turns out I'm actually wrong. A new study from Gallup says people who say hi to their neighbors have a higher well-being than those who do not. So, if you look at the numbers, 100% being a perfect score, perfectly happy, people who kept to themselves had a happiness score of just 51.5 compared to 64% who people are friendly. So by that, on my father's scale, he would be like a 90 or a 92 in friendliness. And the benefits don't stop there. Study shows being friendly improves your physical, financial, career, and community health. Interestingly enough, and we looked at the study, it does not include any increase in happiness or financial gain from simply saying sorry or declaring your father finally right after all of these years. Who knew? At some point, someone should study that. In fact, they might. I'll see you tomorrow. Chris Cuomo is up next. All right, I'm Chris Cuomo. It's Tuesday. We're live. We are in the midst of multiple disasters. So let's get our bearings and get after it. First, we have to pay attention to what's happening in Hawaii. Yes, the fires.